Penn State does it again. Two wide receiver commits at the same time. Best part is these prospects have high upside potential. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Nittany Lions. Thanks so much for making us your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, your daily Nittany Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Zach Seiko. I am your host. And Penn State gets not one, but two wide receiver commits at the same time. Josiah Brown, Peter Gonzalez, they have upside potential. We're going to break down their profiles in this episode, plus talk about the new outlook for the class of 2024. It just keeps getting better and better. I want to know in the comments, where is Penn State going to finish? Where do you think Penn State's going to finish in the class of 2024 rankings? And who should they go get next? What high school prospect do you want to see in this class of 2024? But Penn State goes two for two on wide receivers, really solidifying this top 10 class. Uh, the everydayers know this. We've been saying it on Locked On Nittany Lines for quite some time now that Penn State has had a top 10 class in the making for sure, pushing that top five boundary. We'll see how it ends up at the end of the day. But Penn State definitely going to be in the top 10 when all said and done for the class of 2024. And wide receiver coach Marcus Haggins, has, he is just on fire when it comes to recruiting, really leaving his mark. Now three commits in one week and two at the same time. How about that? Two in the same time frame announcing their commitments. And these two new guys have major upside potential as wide receiver prospects. They have different profiles, and we're going to get into those right now. Josiah Brown. We'll start with him. Josiah Brown, four-star, number one player in New York. Number one player in the state of New York, according to the rankings. And honestly, he might be the fastest player in this class of 2024 for Penn State when all is said and done. Because he's great in open space. The way he's able to accelerate when he gets the football in his hands, he wastes no time just moving upfield. He doesn't go right to left. He goes forward. He'll make a few cuts, right? But he's like a one cut and go. Excellent field vision. If you're able to maneuver through traffic like that, you're going to have a great field level vision. And that's exactly what I see when I watch Josiah Brown's tape. I watched the tape. I saw it. You can see it on full display. You don't have to go digging through the highlights or anything. You can see what Josiah Brown and Peter Gonzalez are doing in just a matter of seconds, their best plays are on display. There's a lot of highlights of Brown just simply taking screen passes, catching the screen pass. You got to make the catch first, right? Before you can go anywhere. He doesn't take his eyes off the football and then just takes it for a touchdown. That's also the case because he's a punt returner as well. Same type of play, similar type of setup for him where he's in open space, takes the football, and he's able to maneuver his way upfield for a touchdown. So that that's the consistent part of it. That's good also because Penn State, they need a player that's going to be a punt returner, a bona fide punt returner for the future. There's still so many question marks about this 2023 team. I'd really like to see a prospect come in and be that guy. We're still waiting. The competition is not closed for 2023 in that punt returner spot. Kick returner, that's all said and done, Singleton and Allen. But 2023 punt returner, I'd, I'm glad that Penn State's got a prospect in Josiah Brown to be able to do that type of stuff. And you know that. Of course, 
aside from the athleticism, aside from being able to sell, accelerate quickly, get to that fifth gear almost instantly and having that top end speed, I think that he has very reliable hands. Of course, you're not going to see a lot of drops and you're not going to see any drops in highlights, but Josiah Brown is the number one target. They want to get him the football. They want to get it to him in space. And he never has an issue of, am I going to drop it? He's good when the ball is in different locations, right? He can catch up high. He can catch down low when it's right on the money. But Josiah Brown is someone that is going to make that catch nine times out of 10. We'll see how he does a little more when he gets contested cornerbacks who can contest him in traffic. I think that's going to be the test for him. And he's been doing this since he was a sophomore. This isn't someone that broke out this past year and all of a sudden had a rise in recruiting. Brown has been a player that was doing this his sophomore season. And when you watch the tape, you notice immediately, or at least I did, right, that from his sophomore to his junior season, of course, he's improved as a, a player, but he's been doing this for a long time. He's been this kind of player for a little bit. So that is why he's earned that number one prospect ranking in the state of New York. I mean, Penn, Penn State, right? The motto is best in Pennsylvania, stay in Pennsylvania. How about the best in New York come to Pennsylvania? The best in Virginia, best in Wisconsin, come to Pennsylvania. I like the way that Penn State's been recruiting all over the country like this. They get to go into these states and find the best prospects that suit them top of the line, and they're beating out the state schools for that. That feels really good. But Josiah Brown is a consistent prospect. He's someone that is going to be a player that maximizes that ability, that route running, the dynamic ability to see the open field. And that's what I want you to take away from this, that Brown is going to give you speed over the top. He's perfect on screen plays. You set up the blocking, you give it, he goes. That is why Penn State is recruiting him. Now here as a, a physical traits, he's six foot. He's listed as six foot exactly, 175, uh, 175 pounds. He's going to have to put on some weight, of course, at the college level, and that will be there in due time. He also projects as either a wide receiver or a safety, right? We've seen some of the, the tape shows that he can play defensive back as well, basically be that center field ball hawking type of safety, has some interceptions to his credit. But Josiah Brown is being recruited by wide receivers coach Marcus Haggins. So I think he's coming to play wide receiver for the Nittany Lions uh, in due time. And Brown has that chance to be a shifty, easy go-to wide receiver in short space. So think of the quick slants. Think of the bubble screens. Think of the quick outs. Yes, he can beat you over the top. But I think Brown is going to be that dynamic, possibly a number one wide receiver. Maybe you put him in the slot just because of how shifty he can be. But if he continues to build that body strength, if he continues to grow, if he ends up being 6'1", 6'2", he could potentially move to the boundary as well. So Penn State has that flexibility. So that's Josiah Brown, four-star wide receiver for the Penn State Nittany Lions now committed. Now, before we get to Peter Gonzalez as a prospect for Penn State, let's hear from our sponsor of today's episode, and that is Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs pants and shorts, they're going to make you look good. It's simple as that. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a better, truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. 
They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. You don't want to wear that. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you can get that slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric. I know, say that, right? Anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I got a couple of pairs of bird dog shorts myself. I said, why not try it out? And they live up to the billing. I can truly say that. If you want a pair for yourself, you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you order, you get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That is birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We can guarantee you that. And thanks so much for making Locked On Nittany Lions your first listen and watch every single day. Appreciate the support. And if you like what we do here at Locked On and Locked On Nittany Lions, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a like. And again, comment below if you think Penn State will definitely finish in the top 10. Maybe you think they finish in the top five and who they need to get next to really bolster this class of 2024. Okay, now Peter Gonzalez. I I don't mean it's nothing to be disrespectful to Peter Gonzalez, but Josiah Brown being the four star. We're going to go with him first. Peter Gonzalez has more of a comeback story because this is somebody that did hurt his knee his sophomore season. He's a three star, but a big body wide receiver. Now this is different from Josiah Brown. Brown's dynamic and uh, Peter Gonzalez, he'll box you out and, and win the jump ball in the end zone. What I like about Peter Gonzalez's game really really reliable when it comes to catching the football. That's obviously the biggest point of a wide receiver or a tight end, but he has fly paper hands. He can make unbelievable acrobatic catches. Doesn't even need both hands. He'll make one-handed catches, catches in traffic. So we talked about Josiah Brown. That will be the test for him to see what kind of catches he can make when it's contested. For Peter Gonzalez, we already see that when he is in the contested spot, when there is a cornerback, a safety guarding him, he is able to go up and get it. He's not the fast in terms of overall over-the-top speed, but he makes those contested plays. And I will say this, Peter Gonzalez really impressed me off the line of scrimmage because given that speed, right, I, I wouldn't. he's not slow. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me let me phrase it that way. He's not slow, but in a, in a track race, right? Josiah Brown, Tizier Denmark would beat Peter Gonzalez in a race. But for Gonzalez, I like the way how quick he is. His first step off the line of scrimmage helps him break away from that coverage. That was what most impressed me about Gonzalez as a playmaker. He doesn't get jammed up. So you can throw it to him on quick slants because we made that point about Josiah Brown. But for Peter Gonzalez, he is able to do the exact same thing. Quick slants, fade routes, you name it, those tight, quick routes. He is not going to be a one-dimensional receiver. He's able to play in the short game, the medium game, and over the top game because he can catch it at any level of the field. He was injured as a sophomore, as I mentioned to start, but he's moving very well. You wouldn't even notice it. Miss a few games his junior season. But besides the point, this is what Penn State was testing. He came to one of these camps over the course of official visit season and impressed so much that Penn State 
was all in on trying to get him committed. He's now a Penn State Nittany Lion. He's verbally committed. I think if it wasn't for the injury, Peter Gonzalez would be a four-star wide receiver. He'd be much higher in the rankings, so it's only a matter of time. He's going into his senior year very strong, and the Nittany Lions don't feel like they're taking a chance on him. They wanted him to commit. He's got major upside, and like I said, started off the show with this. He's got major upside to be that big body wide receiver, six foot three, two hundred pounds. He's only going to get bigger. He's only going to get taller. I see him being that red zone target that could hypothetically lead Penn State in receiving touchdowns when all said and done. He can be a double-digit touchdown reception guy. It's a matter of how he develops and if he can turn those physical attributes and strengths that he already possesses into something so much more for the Nittany Lions. Consensus three-star when he's ranked. You look at you look at rivals. You look at any of them 24-7 on three. And Penn State gets an underrated wide receiver here. Uh, his best rating is top 15 in the state of Pennsylvania when it comes to pass catchers. So that is something to look forward to for Peter Gonzalez at that point. And again, if you like what we do here at Locked On, if you like what we do at Locked On Nittany Lions, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this episode, please leave a like on it. And Locked On Nittany Lions is your go-to podcast for Penn State rivals. Visit happyvalleyinsider.com. Go ahead, type it up for all the latest on Penn State football and Penn State recruiting. Okay, now let's look at the class of 2024 as a whole because this team gets better every single time they get a verbal commit, like it needs to be said, right? But these past three commits have really solidified this class of 2024 group as a top 10 class for sure. Penn State can now look at pushing into the top five because they now jumped Ohio State for the sixth spot, according to rivals. Go look at the rankings. Ohio State's now number seven. They dropped down. That's a good thing and Penn State vaults its way up to number six. The everydayers know this. We've been saying it for a while on Locked On Nittany Lines, even before the surge that Penn State was going to be a top 10 class. Now they're still looking at other wide receiver recruits, but I have to say this. Is the bandwagon getting a little too full? You now have Tizier Denmark. You now have Josiah Brown. You have Peter Gonzalez. What does that mean? Because originally the thought was that Penn State was going to get three wide receiver commits and be done. But then that changed to, hey, the more the merrier. Let's get four. Is there a point in time where there's going to be too many chefs in the kitchen? Okay, Penn State wants that fourth wide receiver commit. I think it's going to be Nicholas Marsh. Nick Marsh, uh, nicknamed Baby Megatron. Hey, you watch the film, you watch the tape. Some people agree wholeheartedly. Some people disagree, say that's a little uh, overhyping what he is as a player. But this could be, Dylan Callaghan Crowley from Rivals said this, Penn State Rivals. He said that, Nick Marsh could be one of the best wide receiver prospects that Penn State would land in James Franklin's tenure. Yeah, that goes along with Chris Godwin. That goes along with K.J. Hamler and Justin Shorter. No, he didn't pan out exactly for Happy Valley, but the Nittany Lions, when they were recruiting him, was a five-star consensus wide receiver. So Nick Marsh would kind of set that bar or at least be there if he were to commit. He commits July 7th. I think he'll do it. The word sounds like it is a good relationship between him and the Nittany Lions. He's going up again. Now, Penn State's going up against Pitt, Michigan State, and some other schools like Kansas, but I think Penn State is in the running. Michigan State, I think, would have the best chance to possibly 
re-land Nick Marsh because he was committed to the Spartans at one point in time. So maybe that relationship didn't deteriorate, but I think Penn State is going to be picked, be able to pick up this commitment. Uh, so only so many can commit in the class of 2024, right? There are at this time right now, as you are watching this podcast, there are, or listening to it, there are a couple more wide receiver recruits in Happy Valley as we speak, and they're Florida area four-star wide receivers, Jeray Hawkins and Hardly Gilmore. They are in Happy Valley right now. And let's not forget about four-star Jalen Hornsby. This was someone that projected as a surefire Penn State recruit commitment. And then Texas A&M gets involved. We know how the Aggies work. Uh, they do, I, I hate to say it, but Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies do a lot of good recruiting. Elijah Robinson, we know him. He was on the staff for Penn State once upon a time. And now he's really involved in his recruitment. So Hornsby, it sounds like it's down to AM and Penn State on July 1st. That's when he's going to announce his commitment. And it looks like Texas AM might just win out. But never say never. He could ultimately commit. Then Nick Marsh, and then Penn State's got five surefire wide receiver targets in this class. I'll tell you what's coming next. Marcus Haggins, wide receiver coach, has been doing great in the month of June. July is going to be defensive line coach Dion Barnes's month. So we'll give Haggins June and then Barnes. That's going to be July. The defensive line is going to get a huge boost because I know wide receivers getting all the attention. Defensive line is up next. So those recruits are coming. Think about David Polly Polly. He was someone that was heavily projected to Michigan. Now Penn State's the favorite to land him as a defensive tackle. Jalen Harvey, that edge rusher, edge defender, USC Marylander in the mix. Penn State's the favorite to land him. And don't forget about Malachi Williams, another edge type of defender projected to Penn State over the likes of Notre Dame and Pitt. So Penn State is filling all these positions of need with superb talent. And that's good to see for James Franklin building what could potentially be a top five class, but definitely the basement for this is top 10. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode coming up. We're going to have more Penn State football recruiting talk because the wide receivers are going to continue to build up. There's still more spots for them. The defensive line, as I mentioned, could they get a second quarterback commit? Is that still in the cards? There are some targets out there that are, remain uncommitted. All of that is left to be seen, but we're going to break it all down here on Locked on Nittany Lines. So subscribe to the YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcast, leave a like, follow the Twitter account, Locked on Nittany for the latest. And I'll talk to you next time on Locked on Nittany Lions.